I forgot to fulfill a promise that I made to you guys last week and it was concerning the birthday party that I attended last week, Friday. It was the um, the birthday party, the novel idea for a photographer friend of mine and a makeup artist who happened to share the same birthday uh, birth date as he does. Uh, they decided to come together and host a... Uh, what would I call it, business roundtable of sorts, where photography, photographers and makeup artists would gather and discuss on um, lots of things business related. So basically would get to sit down, have some good food, have some cake, have some drinks, but then also discuss about the way forward regarding our prospective industries. And then there was also going to be a photo shoot at the end of the day and a session where the makeup artist would share uh, tips about how we could get our retouching a whole lot better. Uh, there are some photographers who looked forward to that second part because as photographers, we don't know much about makeup. You know, we don't know the difference between uh, the blush and the highliner or the highlighter or whatever all those technical things are. And so sometimes when photographers uh, take the mouse or the Wacom tablet and they start um, doing their uh, editing, they do what they think is a good job, according to the photographer's eye, but they may end up botching the, uh, the intended uh, art, the intended finished product that the makeup artist or the bride had in mind. So I know some photographers who are looking forward to that aspect of the celebration. That's the practicals part. Well, of course, you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I'm not really into um, all that jazz. You know, the, um, what will I call them, photo sessions and uh, stuff like that. I'm much more for the business conversations. And so I had already decided and told both of them that I was only going to be around for the first half, which was the business um, uh, section. So uh, I also promised you guys that I was going to share details about how that went. And that is what I'm going to do today. Now, unfortunately... I wasn't even able to stay for the business session because uh, the program didn't start on time. It was scheduled to start at 10 o'clock and um, I had some personal difficulties that day. So I had been on the phone with uh, birthday boy because he's the one that I know. I don't really know the birthday girl. Um, I don't really know the birthday girl. I mean, we'll see her once in a while. Well, birthday boy is the is the one that I know. So I had been on the phone apologizing profusely that I was running late and I got there at about 10.20 for a program that was supposed to have started at 10 o'clock. And of course, you know, I arrive, and as far as I'm concerned, I'm late, and terribly late, because the program was supposed to start at 10 o'clock, and I was there for 10.20. And he's like, ah, no wahala, you know how our people are. I'm the only one here. And uh, yeah, so that's it. So he was the only one there, arrived at 10.20, and uh, we just spent a lot of time catching up because we, we chat on the phone every once in a while but since his uh, nightclub in Utaku I can't remember if it was a nightclub or something like that nightclub or a bar so since the bar closed down um, in Utaku I think last year this was the first time that we, we were seeing so we're just pretty much uh, catching up shooting a breeze no serious talk a little bit of business but um yeah, I didn't want him to run dry on what his own contributions would be, so we didn't have uh, much business conversations. And then the owner of the studio was there, and so uh, just generally, uh, we're just there 
chilling, kicking back, having some fun. Uh, the birthday girl, the makeup artist, she showed up. Her kids are absolutely adorable. And uh, yeah, so it was just a fun, um, convivial atmosphere. And um, anyway, I was scheduled to leave there at 1. And um, to be honest, the program started more like 12.30. Yes, you heard me correctly. There was a program for photographers in Abuja and makeup artists, which was supposed to start at 10. The earliest person who arrived there, which was me, and I arrived late, I got there at 10.20. Eventually, we had to start at 12.30, even though not everybody was present, just because it was getting ridiculous, so we had to get the show on the road. And um, that is one aspect of how we conduct business um, in this industry, especially photographers and makeup artists. I only know one makeup artist that, when I hear her name, I know she's going to be on time, and I know that we're going to have a smooth, um, a smooth program uh, on the day. So whenever I speak to the bride or the planner, I'm like, who's the makeup artist? And they call her name. I know that we're good to go. I know that if they say makeup is going to be 8 o'clock and makeup is going to finish at 8.45, I know that that is exactly what is going to happen, and you can be sure that we're going to be on church on time and the rest of the program on time. So makeup artists, photographers... We have a really bad habit and a really bad reputation for not being there um, on time when the client says we should. I've known makeup artists who the bride will say, please be there at 5 a.m. And makeup artist says, okay. <clears throat> so, excuse me. But then, um, once everybody leaves the, uh, the vendor meeting, your makeup artist you know, starts saying stuff like me, 5 a.m. Because of what? I should come and leave my house by 4.30. Because of what? I beg you, I'll come at 7, I'll come at this, I'll come at that. You know, so, um, and of course, photographers and videographers also having the same um, attitude. If there are circumstances where our clients don't have a realistic time frame for how the program uh, should flow, then we owe it up to ourselves and to them to have those conversations up front. Now, okay, Madam Bride, you said the wedding is going to be at 11 so this five o'clock makeup it's not workable because even if i show up at five and we're done on time and we do all the photos you're going to have two hours of just staying idle or three hours of just staying idle and that is three hours of your makeup getting smudged or uh, your dress getting stained or etc 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 so we want to have those conversations up front rather than continuing to engage in all these um, habits that give us a bad reputation and i really think that this is part of what um, affects our not only our pricing potential but the uh, confidence uh, that clients have in paying us in the first place because i think a lot of times Okay, let me not say a lot of times. I don't know what the ratio is, but I suspect that there are times that the bride and the groom can pay. They really can give you that 100k or that 500k or whatever. It's just that there have been lots of horror stories about people showing up late or not showing up at all. And so that's the reason why they're playing that security game. Now, yes, I agree with you that the security game is stupid and it doesn't work because the truth of the matter is if I say give me 500k and they're trying to play the security game and they only give me 250 but I don't show up at all, I'm the one who benefits at the end of the day because I've gotten 250k for doing absolutely no work at all. So yes, I agree with you, dear wedding industry professional, that this security game doesn't work 
and it's not in the brides and grooms best interest because really they should just pick people that they trust because that is the only security that they will have people that they trust and people who have been um they have vetted or that people in their personal networks have vetted because that's the only security because if you play the security game the person can just take the deposit the deposit and bail and then you are going to be really um worse uh for the day so anyway our clients don't know that that the security game is not in their own benefit but i think these are some of the reasons why they play um all these games with us so uh makeup artists photographers let's make it a habit to be uh on time and let's try and revamp the reputation that we have um, in the industry and with our clients because it's something that i get routinely that um a client says okay the party is going to start at nine o'clock and i say okay no problem nine o'clock i'm going to be there eight thirty latest and then i show up at eight thirty and then i'm like wow a photographer who's on time wow i get that reaction a lot it's just because people have hired photographers in the past or know people who have had photographers in the past who they told the party is going to start at nine o'clock and then the photographer calls at nine fifteen to say i'm sorry i'm late and the photographer arrives at the venue maybe uh nine forty five in fact the worst that i have seen was uh my first abuja wedding i was supposed to shoot um well i was hired by the bride's mother and the bride had a celebrity photographer at the time who used to shoot for um, an international um, magazine an international wedding magazine um a london-based international wedding magazine um anyway let me not say the, the magazine because i guess if i say it, photographers will know who this dude is so um i can't remember what time the wedding was supposed to start but the the celebrity photographer he showed up when they were getting ready to leave the compound to head to church so this one is not Dempsey Dempsey I saw this one live because I was the other photographer the one who is being treated as the unwanted stepchild because I show up and uh, this was maybe nine years ago so I'm a relative unknown at this point. And of course, you know, the bride and her uh, bridal party, you know, they're all miffed. Like, you know, who is this guy? Like, we already had the main domain, you know, the alpha and the omega. So who is this guy that Momsi is just bringing to come and shadow us unnecessarily? And um, anyway, that was an interesting, um, that's an interesting story for another day. So, yeah, we need to be more on uh, our time game. So this is not, um, it's not, it's not good at all. And it fosters a really poor impression about photographers and makeup artists. So really, we have to do better. So uh, birthday boy is my guy. So, you know, it's not a problem. But let's say I was a paid um, speaker or a paid consultant coming in for the day to address photographers. I mean, this would have been a very uh, poor showing of the day. Anyway, even though we started late, and even though I wasn't able to give my presentation, we, uh, the birthday boy was able to talk us through a couple of things. Um, he spoke about some of the, um, some of the training that he received for the Tony Elumelu Foundation, and I guess for me that was one of the more surprising things for the day because I assumed that the Tony Elumelu uh, Foundation 
Um, it's run by this uh, Nigerian billionaire uh, who owns a bank. I can't remember which bank. I think they own the bank and they own, uh, he has a holding company that owns um, Transcore Hilton and a couple of other businesses. So I assume that the Alumelu Foundation, that the scholarship was aimed towards people who had, you know, brick and mortar businesses or who had commodities to buy and sell or maybe tech people. I didn't know that uh, those of us in the wedding um, industry space can get involved. So now that you know that a wedding photographer has been accepted into the program, I guess makeup artists, event planners, you guys can give it a try as well. I don't know what the details are, you know, concerning the website and how you sign up for the program. But uh, yeah, you've heard it on some authority that a wedding photographer was accepted into the program. So by all means, um, give it a shot. You never know. The endowments that come from these things can be hefty. Uh, the money is good and um, apart from the endowments that you get there's also the uh, business support and um, what else mentorship and things like that that you received so he shared with us the benefits of uh, riding along with the Tony Alumelu Foundation and the benefits that he received uh, the training that they received on how workplace culture and business culture and ethics affects your uh, your bottom line your, your ability to uh, charge more to make more money because the proper workplace culture and business culture and ethics directly tie into the value that you provide and the loyalty that you can get not just from your employees but for your clients as well he spoke about the training that they received on um, how these things uh, can get uh, goodwill for your business uh, let's see what else um, Okay, and then there was also the part where they were run through uh, understanding management. Uh, understanding management, that's for those people who have to deal with um, employees, I guess. Even for those of us who work with uh, subcontractors, I guess that might not be bad um, information, bad training to have, you know, to know how to handle um, scheduling, you know, teams and uh, things like that. And uh, also a module on creating clear um, expectations. So that was pretty much what I got from him about the benefits of being in the Tony Alumelu Foundation. Uh, okay, he didn't receive a monetary award. I don't know how it works. So if you're interested, just uh, just use the Google machine. See what you can find about the Tony Alumelu Foundation. And uh, yeah, and then take it from there. So those are some of the interesting stuff that we got uh, from his own presentation before I had to run because I had a prior uh, engagement I had to take care of. And there was this other photographer there, uh, Ademola, uh, but I'm not sure if he's the popular Ademola. I think it's Ademola or Lani Ron or Lani Wong or something like that, uh, a popular Abuja um, photographer. Um, I didn't ask anyway. I suspect that he's the guy. And in our introductions, um, he spoke about how the what we were doing was important because uh, passion is in business and it's something that i figured i would happen on again because we had some <clears throat> excuse me because we had some young people in the crowd so there are folks like me and ademola who had been in the business you know roughly one decade but then the other people who introduced themselves were photographers who have been at it uh two years four years i think apart from demola and i the next uh the the, the next oldest people in terms of um, business, were I think five years, five and four. The birthday girl, <clears throat> the birthday girl, the makeup artist. She's been in the business for four years. So, uh, yeah. So that part, uh, passion is in business. Yeah, was something that I took from him and I ran with to 
just you know to get the youngins to understand that um, it's not just enough that you're you are a <clears throat> so excuse me that you're a passionate and talented uh, photographer that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to parlay into success in business because there are other things that you have to pay attention to and of course if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time you will know that if you ask me I'm going to start talking about why personal selling is important and how that is going to help you grow your business, distinguish yourself from other photographers. Other photographers you speak to will talk about things like online marketing, we'll talk about branding, all those things are important. But uh, bottom line is passion isn't just uh, the main thing. So it's not just I'm, um, I'm, passion, I'm passionate and I'm talented. So that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to gear into business um, success. So if I had been able to speak at the session, I was hoping to be able to grab maybe five minutes before um, I run. Um, the question that I wanted to pose to them was what we all have in common uh, being there. Because uh, it was supposed to be for photographers and makeup artists, but we ended up having some videographers in the mix. We also had some people from the, um, some NGO people in the mix. Um, what else? Okay, NGO, that's non-governmental organization. Uh, we also had a videographer in the mix, and I think someone with a uh, theater, with a theater, or is it TV? Yeah, TV production background. Uh, what else? There were other people there anyway, so it wasn't just photographers and videographers, um, photographers and makeup artists at the end of the day. So uh, that's one question that I would have want to pose to everybody: that what do we all have in common? What's the purpose of, um, yeah, and what the purpose of a business is? Because for me, I found that those are use- useful points to get the conversation rolling. Because when you're in a room and we have people across um, different disciplines and you really have to think uh, hard about what we have in common and what the purpose of a business is, it's easy to take that conversation from um, what we all have in common is business. And that the purpose of a business is to create a customer. So it's usually easy for me to now tie that into why sales and personal selling is important. And it's not something that we should shy away from because you think selling is scammy or selling is uh, sleazy. So uh, I was hoping that I would have been able to um, get some discussions going and uh, prompt uh, prompt those kinds of uh, bigger questions, deeper questions. Because um, ultimately... Uh, demolize right passion is not business and it doesn't matter what it is that you do photography catering uh, cake rearing chickens selling shoes on instagram selling inverter batteries uh, solar solar panels you know passion is passion isn't business so i guess uh, yeah that's it those are the chief things that i want to share with you guys today Number one, passion is in business. Number two, photographers and videographers, photographers and makeup artists, we have a really bad reputation when it comes to time management. So please, let's be on our game. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, and okay, that um, creatives like wedding photographers can be can take part in the Tony Elumelu Foundation program. So the endowments are real huge. Um, so yeah, try and take advantage of that um, if you can. So wedding photographer got in, wedding planners, makeup artists, give it a go and uh, let us know how it goes. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. 
Thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. Uh, that will be tomorrow, Saturday. And remember that it's not going to be a recording on Sunday because that's the day that I dedicate to the other podcast, the So You're Getting Married podcast, where we discuss uh, things, marriage, and relationship um, related. One apart from that, I have a kiddies um, birthday party to photograph. So, um, yeah, that's it. No recording on Sunday. So, I'll catch you guys tomorrow.